0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, our city's ESL Podcast. For those of you listening to me, first and foremost, Merry Christmas. Why? Because you're listening to this on Tuesday. For those of you who will be watching me on my Facebook Live, again, guys, here it is. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in again. Today, we're getting in to the heart of everything. So, I'm so excited about this. This is going to be a little bit difficult. So let me explain to all of you out there. Now, for those of you taking SAT possibly in America, this will probably work. These are different question these are different ways that you can find the question quickly. They don't teach you this in any part of your school in your curriculum out there in America or wherever. And you know what? If you could just somehow locate the questions in your reading. I think that's um, SAT writing. I don't know, man. I took the ACT. I hate that stuff. Anyways, guys, if you can find the answer quickly, you will win. For all of you who will be taking IELTS, true, false, and not given, this is your life form. This is the easiest one, I believe. So I wanted to go over this finally today. So this is how it's going to work. For those of you listening to me on my podcast, you guys will have the YouTube video available on the blog link, thearseniobuckshow.com. For all of you who are tuning in live, again, all of the notes are in the comment section, so you're going to be able to tune in that way to, to look at, uh, what is it, the website and et cetera, et cetera. Now, for those of you tuning in live, also, the notes section You're going to have to look at the notes while I'm speaking to you while I'm doing this. All right? Now, for those of you on podcasts, honestly, you're going to have to look at the blog. Or you could just watch the YouTube video and watch how I do everything. It's up to you. If you want to listen and look at it, or if you want to watch it on video, there are three ways you can do it. All right? Now, for those of you who are tuning in live, you're going to have to look at the notes. So bring up the notes. Again, in the notes section, you will see my latest episode that I just posted. It is episode number nine. Today is the beginning of IELTS True, False, and Not Given. As a matter of fact, I should invite a couple of people. Man, I wish I could. I can't invite anyone. That stinks. You know what? I think I can. Maybe. So here we go. Let me see if I can invite someone uh, cons, nope, I can't, well, wonderful, anyways, who cares, so here we go, well, you know what, maybe, let me check one more time, uh, nope, can't invite anyone, oh, maybe, nope, nope, can't, all right, who cares, all right, guys, so here we go, everyone who's tuning in, we're going to get into the needy and greedy of this, so, again, SAT's a little bit different, again, it's all about locating the answer, so, Today, I'm going to go over true, false, and not given. Listen to me closely. True, the statement agrees with the information in the text. False, the statement is incorrect and does not agree with the information in the text. Not given, you cannot say whether the statement is true or false because there is no information about this in the text. All right, so how am I going to do this? For those of you tuning in live, I'm going to give you context clues while going through this. For those of you who will be tuning into my YouTube video, very, very easy for you because you're going to see all of the answers there. You already know how I do this. Every time someone watches my coaching, my live coaching, you always have to tune into my YouTube. All right? So, for those of you who do not have my YouTube, I'm going to hurry up and put it in for you. Let's see, YouTube, the Arsenio Buck Show. That is my YouTube, so let me put it in right there. (sighs) Okay, so anyways, what we're going to do now is, again, this is how I do it. I do coaching, and then I do the refreshment. Next year, I'm going to implement e-learning and e-testing for everyone. There are going to be four pillars to this. All right, I'm just working with another coach. Uh, he is a Thai. He is a Thai speaker. He's actually one of the. He's a business partner for Toyota, if I'm not mistaken. And he actually helped me with this. And I really, I realized this not even having talked to him at that time yet. So um, my pillar right now, coaching. If you want to find the answers, you're going to have to look at how I break everything down on my YouTube next tuesday okay now i'm not i'm unsure how long this is going to take but for those of you who are just practicing your listening thank you very much for those of you who are out there in california and you might have to take examinations or anything like that or you just want to practice your listening by all means baby tune right in but you know what this is the coaching aspect of it and again i will say merry christmas and i'll probably say merry christmas at the end again (sighs) because i am doing this three days before christmas so with that being said, I broke down the true, the false, the not given. The yes, the no, the not given. Whatever it may be, yes, no, true, false, it's the same, okay? Now, what we have, we have a text, okay? This text is called Urban Heat. Now, for all of you out there who take the IELTS, do, I'm going to ask you a question first. Do you read the text? Yes or no? If you answered no... Congratulations. If you answered yes, you are wasting your time. You could read that bad boy 20 to 30 times and you will still not understand everything. It's all about looking for the keywords. So, your number one step for anyone taking SAT, for anyone taking IELTS, key words. So, when you get the text, who gives a damn about the text? True, false, and not given. Might be different for the headings, okay? Now, what we need to do we need to go down to one, two, and three. You need to decide if the statements one through three are true, false, and not given. I'm going to repeat these out loud for everyone, of course, listening to my podcast right now. So, without further ado, number one, Luke Howard, right? Those are your key words, right? Invented the term urban heat island. I'll repeat that. Luke Howard invented the term urban heat island. Island. Now, in that sentence alone, what are the biggest key words? Obviously, Luke Howard, a name. I love names. I love names. I love dates. I love years. Those are the my favorite because you can locate information very quickly. Now, Luke Howard and the term Urban Heat Island. Why? It's a proper noun. Urban Heat Island, capital U, capital H, capital I. Those are your keywords that phrase right there. And it has a little, of course, uh, what is it, an apostrophe on the end. So this is very easy to find. So if we scroll up and we look at it, where is the first mention of Urban Heat Island? Now, if you go, if you're looking on the notes or whatnot, what you have to do it's just hurry up and scan like this. Now, for those of you watching me on my Facebook Live, you just have to go like this and look for those key words. I'm going to show you how to do it on the YouTube video. Now, back to the story. We not refer to these areas as urban heat islands. So, that is the first mention. All right. So, now we have to go back. Luke Howard invented the term. Did he invent it? Now. It says, the early 1800s for London and Howard noticed the temperatures in the city rising gradually rural areas. We we do not refer to these, or I'm sorry, we now refer to these as urban heat islands. Now, did he invent the term? Did he invent the term? Now, obviously, it says at the very top, Luke Howard published The Climate of London, uh, an emergent problem. But did he invent the urban heat island's term? Now, obviously, yes, urban heat island is mentioned. Luke is mentioned. But we know that we can eliminate some things. But I'm not going to tell you the answer right now. Okay? You're going to have to tune into the YouTube video for that. But I broke it down for you. Now, let's go into number two. City temperatures higher than temperatures... Uh, I'm sorry, city temperatures are higher than country temperatures, regardless of the season. All right, Keywords: Higher than city temperatures. Seasons. So, in the next sentence, it says, difference temperature greater at night, and the phenomenon, both winter and summer. Ah, now let me repeat that question again. Temperatures higher than Country temperatures, regardless of season. Here we go. Greater at night phenomenon occurs in winter and summer. What's your answer? You're going to have to understand this. All right? I'm going to let you put your answers. I'm just giving you the context clues right now. You put the answers. All right? Number three. Experts have failed in their efforts. To create heat reflecting. I like the term heat reflecting. Why? There is a hyphen in between heat and in between reflecting. So because there's a hyphen, ah, makes it easier, right? Because that's the word we're looking for. So I want you to look in the text for the word heat reflecting. Now, I actually scan my eyes over the entire text. I cannot see them. And you know what? If we go into number four, what's the first Word that you see in number four, Atlanta. So let's go back up. Now, both winter and summer. Does it say anything about heat reflecting in the next two sentences? Does it say anything about heat reflecting in the rest of the text? I'm just asking. That's all you have to find. If you don't find if you can't find that term, okay, Bob's your uncle. Let's get into this. Number four. Atlanta experience more. See, I love comparisons because all you, remember I said higher than greater than those are the, those are synonymous to each other. If you can find the greater than, the higher than, the less than, the more than it's, you're going to find that answer very quickly because comparatives, all you have to do is decipher between the two. Do they relate? Are they opposite? Is it given? Boom. That's how it works. I love this. Now, Atlanta experienced more dramatic weather change other areas in the US. First keyword, Atlanta. I already put it in bold for you guys. It says in Atlanta. These thunderstorms occur in the morning rather than more common afternoon. Does it talk about um what is it? I'm sorry, the comparison is with other areas of the US. Now, do you see any other areas of the U.S. being compared with Atlanta? I will repeat the Atlanta in the text. In Atlanta, in the U.S., this has even led to thunderstorms occurring in the morning rather than, as is more common, in the afternoon. Does it say anything about it com- being compared to anything else? Does it? I'm gonna let you give your. I'm gonna let you give your thoughts on that. Let's get to number five. Number five, roofs. Oh my God, I hate it. My typos are crazy. Roofs that are dark in color help address the issue of urban heat islands. Roofs darker color. All right, let's go back to the text. In that following paragraph, it says, advising builders to use light color roofs. And number five, it says dark in color help, but advisors say light color. So when information is opposite, it is what? I'm gonna let you guys do that. Now we got two. What? We got about three more. All right. This is a good one. Again, for all the answers, guys, please tune in to, of course, my episode of uh, what is it on the Arsenio Buck Show, my YouTube. Okay. <sighs> Number six, Singapore's super trees. There it is. Those are your keywords. So let's go to where Singapore is first mentioned. Okay, we found it. It's in the following paragraph. In Singapore, now we need to look for super trees. When are super trees first mentioned? Boom, we found it. One outcome was the creation of 19 super trees. Now, let's look at the rest of the question. Are made of natural materials. Next sentence it says, These metal constructions. Now, Question says natural materials. Question, I will repeat that. Question says natural materials. The next sentence after super trees says metal constructions. I'll let you do that. Number seven the designers of the super trees originally planned to plant very tall trees. Now let's look at the designers of the super trees. I'm sorry. I thought something was behind me. Anyways, the designers of the super trees. Now let's see what it says. It says freestanding. Uh, let's see the structure. Okay. But where are the designers? Where are my designers? Okay. But is there anything about original? I don't see anything. I see a develop a master plan. I see advisors. What is it? Vertical freestanding structure designers. Ah, here we go. The designers to create an immediate rainforest canopy without having to wait. Okay, does that relate to, of course, the text whatsoever? Again, that question. I'll repeat that. The designers' super trees plan to plant very tall trees. The original design. All it says is the designers to create an immediate rainforest canopy without having. It says nothing about original. It says nothing about original. So let's get into number eight. And this will be the last one. Question. Super trees require regular maintenance. At the very end, it says contain solar panels. They use their containers to collect rainwater. And that very last phrase at the end of the paragraph, it says, making them truly self-sufficient. Now, number eight, it says, require regular maintenance. At the end of the paragraph, it says, self-sufficient. So, guys, with that being said, I broke down everything. I showed you exactly where... Everything is. There we go. She finally joined me. Okay. One of my students, one of my ex-students, Natagan, she is actually taking the IELTS. And uh, she has problems, again, with the reading and whatnot. Why? You're going to have to listen to this again. The notes section is there. The YouTube will be up next Tuesday, okay? I'll be sure to send that to you. Uh, But this true, false, and not given, whatever, the yes, no, not given, this is critical. I broke it down, and it's all about finding those key phrases. So you're going to have to go back to the beginning of this. Pull up another window where you can actually get that note section in, okay? And that note section, you're going to see everything that I wrote. You're going to be able to watch me in one and the other one if you're on your laptop. If it's too difficult, you'll just have to wait for next Tuesday. Again, the podcast will come up, the blog will come up, and why I could send this to you in addition so that you can have it probably on your phone while you're listening to me or whatnot, all right? So, again, I love doing these IELTS. Uh, We're going to learn a lot of different techniques with the IELTS. Um, So what we're going to do, I don't want to speed up the process with the yes, no, not given, or true, false, not given. I'm going to take now, again, this is from the book, The Official Cambridge Guide to IELTS. I've actually put it in the footnotes and the source and everything on my blog. So you guys can actually get that book, whatnot. It's just a small passage. I'm going to do easy. What I have right now, my content writer is writing out a passage with true, false, and not given from the IELTS, I think book 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever. I'm going to do a breakdown next weekend with that. So next weekend, you're going to see me break it down completely. Now, next weekend on Saturday... It will not be in the morning. I will put a different time. It will be more in the afternoon, okay? In the morning, I'm teaching way outside where I live. So just stay tuned for that. Again, this video, YouTube, you're going to see me go through with the cursor, the pen, show you everything, and you're going to understand, all right, even more. And then again, next weekend, I'm going to get a real passage We're going to use the techniques we just did today, and we're going to find the answers in some of these. So, again, why? if you want anything, uh, just let me know. For anyone else out there that wants anything, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to send a lot of different things to you guys. So, just be sure to contact me through the message button, and as always, man, Thank you so much. For those of you listening to this podcast on Christmas, I do wish you a very, very, merry, merry Christmas. And man, I'm so grateful for all of you out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.